0: Hi, I'm Ava, and I'm Bia. I'm her niece, and I'm her aunt, and this is DECOM Discussions, Discussions with Ava and Bia. DECOMs are Disney Channel Original Movies,
1: and each week we will watch and dissect a different movie that came out between 2000 and 2015. Let's, Let's get, get watching! watching. Hello! Welcome to our first podcast episode. Today, we are going to talk about Stuck in the Suburbs. This movie stars Danielle Panabaker and Brenda Song. It came out in 2004, and here's what it's about.
0: Brittany's boring suburban life gets turned upside down when she becomes friends with the new girl, Natasha, and they suddenly find themselves in possession of pop star Jordan Cahill's phone.
1: During our quarantine, and even before, Bia and I started
0: watching these Disney
1: movies again. I'll be 15 next month, and I totally lived off of movies like this as a kid. As soon as I got this assignment, I knew this would be perfect. We had already watched 4 DCOMs, and we were sharing our thoughts without even maybe realizing what we were doing. And if this goes well, we could possibly continue. Stuck in the Suburbs came out in 2004, so that was a year before I was born. And I think Bea can agree with me that it might have been a good thing that I
0: kind of missed out on this one. Well, I'm really glad that you missed out so that we didn't have to watch it 100,000 times when you were a child. (laughs)
1: Um, It wasn't terrible, but we were definitely looking for kind of the bad aspects
0: of it. And there were more than enough. There were n- numerous bad aspects. Um, and I'm really glad that we watched it, though. And I don't think we really watched it just intending to pick out bad things. We, we were just hoping for so much more. We
1: were, uh, yeah, we were entertained by some of it. Yeah. Um, a thing that most people could like or not like, I don't know, it was less than an hour and 30 minutes. It was very quick. But one thing I have to say is that half of that was just a montage
0: of previous events in the movie. That, yes, previous <laughs> events that we, the audience, had seen in the movie. It's not like they were flashing back to five years before the movie happened.
1: Which was um, the same events in each montage as yes. well. Yes. And, like...
0: Did you run out of ideas? I think so. I I believe the film is like 78 minutes long. And had they taken out like the 20 minutes of the montages, it could have easily been under 60 minutes. I agree. I agree.
1: Here are some interesting facts I learned about this movie. Or things that I found interesting. (laughs) Um... The director of this movie's name is Savage Steve Holland. (laughs) Savage. quite a name. Is his first name. Savage Steve, as we like to call him here, um, has directed lots of different uh, Nick and Disney movies, I mean, TV shows. Um, I think he had actually directed a few Disney movies or, like, specials off of TV. Um, But one thing I found interesting... His first film, he wrote and directed Better Off Dead, starring John Cusack. Wow. Yes. That is very interesting. I had no idea. Savage, Savage Steve's. Savage First Steve. film in 1985.
0: Um, are you familiar with that movie? I am, and I would just say, wow, how the mighty have fallen. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, no, I do remember that movie. It was many years before you were born, but I think I saw that in real time. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, uh, one thing that was pointed out in the film was Jordan's birthday, which is uh, April 1st, 1982. Mm. So that would make Jordan 22 in the movie. That birthday is actually the actor's real birthday. Um, So Jordan is 22, and the girls are in 8th grade. Do, how old were the actors?
0: The two girls were both 16. 16, okay, so at least they were not 12. But there, and that's probably one of the main reasons why we never saw, you know, like a hug or a kiss. Yeah,
1: the thing that I thought was strange was that Jordan was calling up the girls at the end. I, well,
0: it, and the mom knew and was cool with that.
1: Yeah, well, somebody's mom, the soccer mom. Yeah. You know, the,
0: the the, yes, the carpool mom.
1: Carpool mom, um, and I thought this was interesting. The whole movie was filmed
0: in. Do you have any ideas? Do you mean the town or the the, the place, the, the state? state? Uh, not California, Louisiana. Really? I yes, I, that's very interesting because I almost said Texas. Yeah. So, I don't know. The suburbs. Yeah. The suburbs of Louisiana. Yeah, I didn't really know that um, Disney or anybody did a lot of film shoots in Louisiana. Yeah. Good. Good for them. So, this is a segment we like to call, Where Are They Now? Because I often will recognize a face. And Ava is so good, and she can almost, even without looking you know, Google or anything, tell me exactly where I should know that person from. But she's continually having to tell me. So I am assuming that most people are like me, and we need Ava to give us this info.
1: Okay, so this is all the information I learned. Danielle Pennebaker, who plays Brittany... Uh, currently is in many CW shows as Caitlyn Snow slash Killer Frost, on um, The Flash mainly, as well as Supergirl and Arrow.
0: Do you like those shows, Bea? I do. Um, I really uh, used to watch The Flash a lot, and I'm behind, I watch I liked Arrow, I thought it was probably the darkest, but it was really good. It's off now, I think, but um... Supergirl in the last couple years, and that's because the girl that, of course, I can't remember her name.
1: Melissa Benoist.
0: Supergirl. Is she Supergirl? Girl. Yeah. <laughs> I think, no, her sister is from North Carolina.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: I think you can take that to the bank.
1: The actress or the character? The actress. Okay. I didn't know that. Um, she also stars in different decoms like Read It and Weep. With her sister Kay Pinnabaker, who was in other decoms as well. And she's in the movie Sky High. Um, she's active on social media currently. Um And what's her first name? Carol. Ter- Danielle. Danielle. Uh she's on Twitter and Instagram. Uh our second lead, Brenda Song, uh you may have heard of her, she plays London Tipton in the Sweet Life Shows. Um, Which is a play on Paris Hilton,
0: if you didn't know that. Yes. One. Which I'm sure everybody knew, and I didn't figure this out. <laughs> well, I actually recognized her. And style. Yeah. But, we watch uh, Sweet
1: Life pretty regularly. Yeah. It's one of our shows. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that she did not play London in this movie, though.
0: I was so impressed because London... I believe London is the only character I've ever seen her play. Now, you know, if I've seen her on other things, I have no recall. But she was really good in this. And I personally think that she did a better job acting than mm-hmm. Daniela did. Yes, I can agree. And I, I thought she was compassionate and... And you you never ever see that in Sweet Life.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, well, she has had her fair share of acting. She was in uh, Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior um, as the starring role. Wendy Wu. Oh. Um, which is another decom, of course. <laughs> um, in 2010, she was in the movie The Social Network as Christy, who is uh dating Andrew Garfield's character.
0: Oh, I saw that. I just don't remember, I guess.
1: Um that was 2010, so that was the year before Sweet Life ended.
0: Wow. So she
1: plays kind of a grown-up character for still playing London right. on TV. Yeah. Um I watched an interview with her for that movie. Um she she was really happy with how it came and she was Happy like acting with these, you know, professional real real real
0: actors. (laughs) I'm just kidding.
1: Um, she has a new show on Hulu called Doll Face, which came out in 2019. Wow, check that out. This is an interesting fact I learned about her. She turned down an acceptance to Harvard to star in Sweet Life.
0: Wow, Harvard, the Ivy League. (laughs) (laughs) That's really impressive. Do you know what field of study she? thought about doing no because yeah oh i i I would bet though that unless she was going to you know be a high-paid actor in the (laughs) entertainment industry she probably made more money on her time and with sweet life than she would have made in 20 years
1: right I uh, read a little bit about how she didn't want to be a child star growing up, and um, how it was kind of an afterthought, but then, obviously, it became a big part of her career. And we'll definitely have more Brenda films to come if this continues, so we can save some of those facts if you want to hear more. And I might have mentioned this to you before,
0: but she is dating Macaulay Culkin that you had not mentioned that to me before but oh my god that is so weird because as soon as you said you she didn't hadn't wanted to be like a child star
1: mm-hmm.
0: he was my first thought cuz i almost said that it was um probably during her formative years when he was going through so many hard times right right and i think she's um you know
1: a good part of his life now. I mean, I've heard about it. You know, they want to have children, they want to get married, you know.
0: Do you, do you have any idea how old he is? Lately? He's 40. 40, okay. And so there's, a, an, age there's an age difference.
1: But, yeah, I don't know exactly. how they met or how they got together, but um, obviously most people are familiar with one more than the other. Um, yes. So um, the last star... Teron Killam, I think that's how you say his name, uh, you may recognize him from Saturday Night Live. He was on yeah. Saturday Night Live for six seasons. I definitely knew he, who he was, and he was probably the reason I wanted to watch this movie, because they make fun of people like this on, on Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Live. Live. <laughs> you know, he, I, the one thing I remember him from is that there's this sketch where they have a fake Christmas CD or it's just, like, them doing celebrity impressions. And he does Scotty McCrary. And I always thought that was funny. We're from North Carolina where Scotty McCrary is well-known. Yes. But Our local celebrity. Yes. Because he's, what,
0: bow time. Um... Do you want to it's, hear my? Do, yeah.
1: Does anybody want to hear my Scotty McCurry
0: impression? I want to hear it because, oh my gosh, there was a period of time, like 10 years ago, when <laughs> I got to hear her do this impression so many times. They okay. Bring great memories. Okay. Do it.
1: The only thing better than Bojangle's chicken tenders is Bojangle's sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this, and this. I love you, this big. <laughs> That was hilarious. Um, I wonder how Scotty's doing these days. I don't. I have another. Did you just say I don't? I don't know. I don't know. Do any music? Um, I had a babysitter growing up, and she had this T-shirt that said "Scotty's hotties." (laughs)
0: <laughs> that may have been inappropriate to wear to big a child I'm just kidding
1: I think we just like wanted to drop off something the other house I don't know but mom said oh you're a Scotty McCrary fan
0: like, <laughs> that's really funny
1: love oh. McCrary yes yes and, and I
0: actually remember him doing Scotty on SNL too yeah, yeah it was funny he was yeah. Um,
1: yeah he was a really funny cast member
0: yes. Um, yes but
1: he also had some dramatic roles it seems he was in the movie 12 Years a Slave wow I did not
0: know that. Yeah, And that my friend Chris Chalk is in that.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. Um, And he's also married to Kobe Smulders, who is the... She's in the Marvel movies. Oh. She's, like, she she's um Nick Fury's, like, new
0: sidekick. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know who she is. And, and they've been cool. married since 2012. Wow. Huh. Cool. So it looks like that marriage is working. Yeah. know. <laughs>
1: Uh, the last person, uh, Kristen Nielsen, Nelson, sorry, just because Bia said she thought she recognized her, I can believe this, she played Brittany's mom, and she was, um, in The Fugitive and the TV show Psych.
0: Oh, I know her from the TV show Psych. Uh, Also The Fugitive, of course, but that was 20 years ago, but, I, Psych, I know her from Psych.
1: And the last thing, I just wanted to uh, spot this out. Uh, when the girls go to the hotel, the receptionist, the guy working there, is Drew Seeley from another Cinderella story. Oh, yes. Um, which Bea
0: saw without me one day. <laughs> See, I know, always. Sometimes I, I miss you, and what? I know, <laughs> it I just know. brought me closer. Anyways, so
1: that's where most people would know him from. So, in each decom there's always some interesting writing don't you think? <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, I um, picked out my top three favorite quotes of this film. Um, some of it revolves around some of the visual aspects, but these parts really touched my heart. Um, my first one, and you don't need any context for this, raisins get people fired.
0: They do. They do. Or if they don't, they really should. They really should. Yes. yes.
1: Um, And this, the second two, they revolve around Jordan's luscious looks. What were
0: they? <laughs> <laughs> you know that, now, I mean, I'm on board with his luscious looks. What
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Specifically his hair. You know, I his know. hair played...
0: Uh, his hair should have been uh, his own it credit. It should have a credit, for sure. Or at least the... Highlights. The highlights. The
1: highlights. So, my first one is, the golden mane is gone. Oh, no. This took place after Jordan's hair was accidentally cut off. But, oh my gosh, it looks so much better. It it looks
0: so much better.
1: (laughs) I'm so Um, happy.
0: Because prior to that, his golden locks were some incarnation of the Disney boy band cut, but... worse it was so bad it was so bad that
1: is a common theme in these movies but once he cut his hair he looks so good he looks so much better um and my last one is uh what we're kind of saying he looks in the mirror and he says you know I really don't look half bad (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that was funny how he says that um and so I have some other funny catches that we saw and I am known to spot out very specific things in movies. I can usually see the mics or the camera, stuff like that. But these are some inter- interesting things I noticed about the movie. In a scene where Danielle... Danielle, that's the actresses. Brittany is eating the biggest bowl of ice cream. This is an unfathomable amount of ice cream in the background. Um, they have their fridge, and you know, Brittany, she has posters of Jordan all over her room. She loves
0: Jordan, loves Jordan. There's a picture of Jordan on the family fridge. I found that interesting, but I would not have noticed that if you had not pointed it out, because I, I don't pay as close attention to background as Ava does usually, um, but I thought it was very odd that they had that that picture there and i try to justify it with myself you know and i just don't know because there are three kids in the house and the other two kids aren't crazy about jordan and the mother and the dad certainly aren't especially at the beginning right. now near the end they are in love with him i guess too <laughs> But it, that was really weird. But I really think that the size of that ice cream sundae was more ridiculous than the fact that his picture agree. was on that. yeah.
1: Some people on IMDb also pointed out that when she picks it up, you can see the cardboard underneath the whipped cream.
0: Ah. So,
1: I mean, good thing she isn't eating all that. Much.
0: I guess that meant it was okay that the father put it in uh, the cupboard. In the cupboard. <laughs> the put it in she the didn't cupboard. Eat. Yeah.
1: Um, and the picture was blurry, like, but just after seeing all those posters, you're like, okay, obviously, that's a Jordan poster. Um, there's a part in the movie where Brittany is writing lyrics, Mm -hmm. and she wrote songs at the beginning, which I liked, and, um, I guess she was rewriting Jordan's original lyrics at some point. So we saw her writing down these and playing the guitar, but the notepaper was blurred. You could see the title... But the words were blurred.
0: Yes, but um, so I believe the reason that they did it, because I tried to figure, you know, think that out too. And it, they, she was working on changing the title. Mm. And so they, I don't know if they thought we, the audience, would be too interested in what was being written down to pay attention to uh, the angst that she was feeling with getting mm. the. Best word for the title?
1: I guess. And it wasn't like out of focus. It was purposefully purposefully blurred. blurred. And I mean, I know this movie's made for kids. You're not supposed to notice these things. But you know. You know, we're probably the only people in 2020 (laughs) watching what is stuck in the suburbs. Stuck in
0: the suburbs. And that would be because why? We are stuck Stuck in in the the suburbs. suburbs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: I have some things about d Oh, yeah?
0: Disney
1: in Dis- Yeah, Disney movies in general. Mm-hmm. The characters always talk out loud. They always think what they're saying and say it out loud. They think out loud. They think out loud. Yeah. I mean, everybody talks out
0: loud. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> Most people. <laughs> um,
1: yes, so there was a scene where the parents were talking to each other. Yes. You know, it wasn't any serious problem, but they were, you know, the mother was confiding in the father. And she came in, and I don't remember what she said, but she said it. She was, like, two feet away from them, and obviously they would have heard.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And it was, like, we had this great idea about an event yeah. that would help her mom out, and she was so close. It's, It's one of those things where... Sometimes with decoms, that willing suspension of disbelief has to be mm-hmm. so strong. Mm-hmm. It has to be strong enough to keep Tinkerbell alive. I agree.
1: Um, another thing Disney movies do, especially in this time period, the craziest accessories you can think of, they're on a Disney girl.
0: They are. That is like true. a
1: belt or a trucker hat
0: or something. That, a trucker mm-hmm. hat with a heart on it. And, and then matching earrings, too. Matching earrings, that's right. And then in the very next costume for the same character, uh, a four inch wide hip hugger belt
1: mm-hmm. with
0: a huge heart on it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the only, one thing that I, as an older person, have always appreciated with uh, Disney. TV there're there a lot of things i don't always like about there the movies or the and the shows but one thing that i do almost always appreciate is the fact that they uh are always pretty modest with the people's dress mm-hmm. and the boys and the girls obviously the boys too haha <laughs> but um i really uh, appreciate that that normally you don't see like a lot of flesh yeah
1: yeah, it was... She had a belly shirt on at one she point. She did have a belly, but... her but, parents uh, wouldn't let her go
0: out of Right, bed. exactly. Yeah,
1: Rightfully
0: so. W- rightfully so. <laughs> and which is one, one of the things... Another thing that sometimes I kind of wince at at Disney shows is the fact that the children always overrule the parents and know more than the parents. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. But this one was much less that way.
1: Right, I agree. And the parents were in a huge...
0: No, they weren't a huge factor in the story. But what a little bit we did see, we didn't see see the children talking back or being disrespectful.
1: Right. Um, And the last thing, which I have seen in multiple Disney shows and movies, the thing I'm thinking of is Phineas and Ferb, um, is the topic of universal send, where you send one message
0: and it goes out to everybody. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, I I don't know about universal. I know that in the United States, we have that national broadcasting system that we can get alerts and warnings from. But that has, that's like pretty high. Control government. Yeah. It's not like I can't just send a text out from my iPhone that goes to every person in the that world. That says Jordan Cahill is playing a yes. concert. Yes. yes. But since we're talking about that, oh my goodness. One of the most annoying things visually on from the show, is, um, it even goes on top of all those montages and uh, flashbacks that they had from two days earlier. And that would be when the way that they chose to show us the Universal Sin. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And it was the same, the picture of those three girls. Three or four, over, yeah. Yeah, over and over and over and over and over again, super pose on top of each other, layered. And it was the exact same same photograph of each other. It of wasn't the girls. new
1: people. See that. No. See, that's what reminded me of Phineas and Ferb. I know that was kind of a weird reference, but I think it's like an episode I know Candace sings this song where it's not a party, it's just a get together. Mm-hmm. A simple get together or something like that. And they have a sequence like that. But it's different people. It should be <laughs> different
0: people. It should be I mean it's go back to that, um, well you've never seen Love actually, I don't think No. Uh, but one of the things that's m- most memorable and, and impressive about that is where they do, like, an international board like that. But it's, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of pictures. Mm-hmm. With yeah. And the same four pictures just being used over and over again was kind of ridiculous.
1: And it wasn't like a grid. They were, like, no. piling them but, on top yeah, of each other. Yeah, it was layering. not... Visually pretty. Nope, it was not at all. Yeah. Um, a few more things that I thought maybe that's a little off. Um, on Jordan's phone, somebody, hmm, somebody was calling Jordan, and it was Brittany's phone. But on Jordan's phone, it said Brittany is calling. How would his phone have that information?
0: Did were old phones? Old phones were not that smart. Old phone. Oh, 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 no, no. If if he called from from her phone to his phone, mm-hmm. his phone would not have known it was Brittany's. Exactly.
1: Phone. See, that's what I was thinking. Um, so that was a little
0: weird. Yeah. Well, it was also weird to me in two thousand four, uh, maybe three phones had the capabilities of streaming TV. Right. You know, but uh, most of them did not. And it would not have been, I don't think it would have been available out in the middle of the suburbs in Louisiana. Uh, And so I thought it was really unbelievable for me. It brought me out of the moment of somebody sitting there holding a, 2003 Blackberry, or whatever the IPDA was, at watching a show.
1: Right. The model of his phone is online somewhere. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you can do your own research. Um, but there was... With her watching that TV show, this TV show appears multiple times. At the very beginning... The girls watched the TV show for the premiere of Jordan's music video. Uh, So that's after school, after soccer practice. After soccer practice. Five o'clock. It's uh, the premiere. Yeah. And they have already
0: choreographed their own dance, too. Yes. Yes. Which is unbelievable. But it's also unbelievable that every single time she wanted some news, she. About Jordan. About Jordan. And only Jordan. it, It was on that phone. To right watch. And
1: this show constantly had an audience who was had some interesting reactions yes. <laughs> to some of the events. Um it was just weird. Like I yeah. mean, I guess it was like entertainment shows. It like, or, yeah, it
0: was like T M Z, but TMZ didn't right. happen then. I mean well, or I don't even think it was live
1: T V constantly with the same host yeah. and it was just very weird. It yeah. didn't make Unbelievable. sense. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um Another thing, another line I kind of liked was, um, I think it was Natasha's character who said, um, that Jordan has a Vegas wardrobe, which I
0: don't... Oh! (laughs) I don't know that he had a Vegas wardrobe. That's what, that's what she said, that's what she said, she wants him to ditch the Vegas wardrobe. Because, I would need to go back and look at the, with the premiere, uh, you know, of that video... But, you know, in my mind, I don't know about you, but... Oh, the hat? Is that what she would be talking about? No. They, well, I don't think so because she dumped out, the wardrobe dumped out all of his clothes, his shirts right. and everything. And So for Vegas, I think, you know, with a guy, I think getting, you know, something flashy, flashy like Elvis, yeah. you know? <laughs> I don't think of these, like, Ed Hardy t-shirts exactly. that he's wearing. <laughs> Exactly, but now you know probably in two thousand four, that was, most people yeah that was pretty edgy and yeah, yeah. I guess so. I, I wouldn't have called it Vegas though. I don't think <laughs> um unless it meant something else. Grand, maybe I, that know, was a brand Seattle Grand, Vegas yeah. um I don't know.
1: and uh I want to end with this last scene out of these like interesting moments. Jordan's lip syncing is. <laughs>
0: Wow. Well, it's really some of the worst. I'm sure it's the worst ever for Disney, isn't it? Probably.
1: Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. I can't think of an immediate example. They're like,
0: some of them you can tell that they're yeah. lip-syncing. But normally, they, it seems like they've at least tried to get right. the mouth.
1: They don't through. have the camera on his mouth. It's the on them. his face. It's
0: all right, time. He was making the weirdest oh. faces. Or... Yeah. Oh my God! This is not really lip syncing, but it's in the song. The camera trained on his hands on the guitar. That was
1: not moving.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't think he was able to play all those notes. Yeah.
0: I, I, I'm saying this would be interesting, and I guess I could have looked it up. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it'd be interesting to know what their budget was for this film. I like
1: think it was like estimated a million. Yeah. See.
0: Um. I can look at And them. how that was, you know, in, in 2004 dollars, how, you know, if that was what they typically right. spent. Because this, it seemed like they, it seemed like low budget for Disney to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, and the dancing—they would cut to the dancing of the girls, and it was extremely offbeat.
0: It was to me. It was like this. Okay, they didn't. He obviously was not singing when they were doing the filming. Right. And so they told the girls, the extras, and and the leads. Okay, so there's gonna be some some uh pop music playing here. Just. Uh, think about a pop song and get kind of moved to it. So there were all everybody was listening and thinking about a different song. So nobody's nobody's movements went with the song that was being played.
1: Right. Um yeah, Jordan's lip syncing it looked like he was playing a character
0: on yes. SNL.
1: It was that ridiculous. Yes, it did. Um I have one thing I want to share with you. What? Um, while I was finding this information, I used IMDB, um, and they have their own user reviews. So, I was looking into that, and I saw a review, is 10 out of 10. I was like, that's... What? P- <laughs> I was like, that's pretty gracious. So, I decided to read this. Um, I hope Banana doesn't mind me sharing this free uh, promotion. I'm sure they will not. Um, well, this was uploaded on November 25th, 2005. Okay. Um, Banana being B-A-N-A-N-A-A-N-N-A-H.
0: Okay. Banana. Banana.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, here you go. Okay. My daughter loved your movie and wanted me to tell you, IMDB, Mm -hmm. that the absence of drinking, smoking, and drugs is really great.
0: Her daughter wanted (laughs) that to be
1: told. Thanks for making good family-oriented entertainment. She is currently working on a Girl Scout badge called High on Life, which asked her to view three shows slash movies and rate their quality based on the presence or absence of all references to drinking, smoking, and drugs. Okay. (laughs) Your movie was one of her favorite choices. She would like you to know that she can't wait until you make another movie that is free from substance abuse. (laughs) I'm not finished. Here is an idea for the next movie. Okay. Please make the next one about an 11-year-old girl that has three older and one younger brother and a younger sister. Please, IMDb.com. I know you're reading. And you make so many movies. Savage Steve, I know you're reading. And please, we have so many needs.
0: Oh. bless. Bless. Banana. Banana. But the Uh, nana is the mom. It's the mom. Yes. I think she may have been um, putting words in her daughter's mouth. Maybe. Yeah. Fingertips.
1: Um, I think we should get the high on life badges,
0: though. Well, I do, too. Because we are high on life. We find a way to be happy. I'm high right now. (laughs) It's a great water here. Um, Because... You know, that's good. And we all would be happier, especially during these trying trying times. times. (laughs) We were high on life. Are you wearing an apron? (laughs) I have an apron hung downstairs, you know, in in, um, honor of Flo.
1: Oh, yes. flow from Progressive. Yes. yes, Another free promotion for y'all. Yes. Um, I just thought that (laughs) was... Not a sponsor. Oh, non-sponsor. Non-sponsor. I just thought that was funny because she thought she was sending a letter to, like, Disney or something. Yeah. She thought everybody was going to be reading that.
0: You know? It's interesting. It's sad and and interesting. And you think about the time that was (laughs) 15 years ago. And it's... So it's very possible that the, it could have been the mom's first experience sending an email to a about a film. Yes, I think so. I, you know, because depending on what Banana <laughs> did, she may have not even had like a personal computer or anything until 2000. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's hard to believe, isn't it? It is. Yeah.
1: So now we're going to talk about what we liked and what we didn't like about this movie. I will go first. Okay. Um, I liked their use of the song Stuck in the Middle with You.
0: Yes, I liked that too. I really did. And I was so happy because I thought, oh, I know that song. I can come along. Right.
1: And you don't often hear
0: music you recognize in Disney movies. No, you don't. And it, it was cool because... It worked so great with, with the scene, with the
1: scene, with the plot. Mm-hmm. An interesting thing about the music in this film, actually, um, and this is—I think this is common in Disney movies. On the CD, on the soundtrack, it is credited as Jordan Cahill and not really? Caroline. What is his name? So did he did sing, he was singing
0: though? It so the actor did the singing for the character Taron. Yes, he did this singing, but... Then why was that lip sync earlier so bad? I
1: don't know. I don't know.
0: That was just some bad editing then.
1: Yeah. Um, but it, he it's credited it as thing. Jordan. And I've found this in other Disney movies. I know in High School Musical, if you're listening to the soundtrack on Spotify, which I do often, it, <laughs> just, says, it just says Troy. Troy's singing this one, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's kind of interesting.
0: That's the way, you know, cast recordings, Broadway shows, cast mm-hmm. recordings, they say the character as well. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Um, I liked in the movie that Britney's character played sports and wrote songs and was able to, you know, have some creativity.
0: I liked that, too. And, and I even like, I mean, the fact that she was um, athletic, mm-hmm. yet still feminine... I thought that was good. Yeah. And that she... And all her friends, too. All her friends, yes. And let's... W- when you say the word friends, let's talk about her friends okay. in this movie. So, when we first meet her, she has three main girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Where they, yeah, we're introduced to all these four girls at the same time. And uh, they do everything together. They even style their hair the same mm-hmm. of, and, course, yeah. of course yeah and now at that beginning point ava before we see natasha for the first time do you did you think britney was the leader of that pack
1: i only thought she was the leader because she was the tallest one just to be honest with you yeah that was my original thought i mean and i knew she was going to be the leader. of baby, so. yeah right
0: because had uh um, she seemed like the oldest one the like she did seem like the most mature one.
1: Mhm.
0: Yeah. And the other three seemed to kind of be trying to emulate her. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but you but it did seem like they were friends. So the thing that bothered me probably the most about this movie and I mean more than anything that we've talked about so far, probably, is the fact that when Natasha came to that school, Brittany just unceremoniously dumped her three Dropped friends. Dropped her friends
1: yeah. at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Like it
0: was it was rude. It it was very rude. And and I just I I <sighs> So many people do things like that, I guess, in real life. And so that part maybe was realistic, but I think maybe couldn't we present a more ideal world in this? And because then she had tried to be like the leader of that group, but then as soon as she met Natasha, even though Natasha wasn't trying to make her, try to copy her, it seemed like she did. She lost her identity, and did you think that? Right. At the very beginning, once we get introduced to Natasha, we
1: don't know anything about her. Right. But Brittany is just so...
0: Enamored. Enamored.
1: Like that. Yeah. Just to, you know, invite her to her house, you know, get rid of anything that could show her personality. Exactly. exactly. Although Natasha liked
0: that. Exactly. She liked
1: hearing her songs. Yes. She
0: liked uh, her yes. mother's project. Yes. So I I actually... Natasha was probably my favorite character, mm-hmm. and other
1: than the snitch, of course. Well. <laughs> the snitch
0: being the weird little brother
1: that did not need to be in this movie at all.
0: No, except that he did break into the phone. Yes, he that did. was his claim to fame, probably in this movie. But so I thought that you know, like one of the main themes of the of the film is to be true to yourself right. and not to be afraid of who you are, and that's what you know the the boy well jordan you know he's he really wants to be able to do his own thing music, his yeah, own music yeah and so then for us to have this theme running yet with every passing scene we see britney becoming more and more like natasha mm-hmm. yep that bothered me
1: yep that bothered me i wrote the stuff i liked and i said i just liked pretty much everything else yeah <laughs>
0: Which is unfortunate, Um, but it kind of is the truth. I did... uh, The things I liked, I guess, like I I think I said this earlier, I enjoyed the fact that even though we have all these kids, you know, we only really have one set of parents, Mm -hmm. but I liked that those parents didn't come off as clowns, right? which is, you know, prevalent in Disney Other than the soccer mom. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, someone who went to the wrong place. Oh, yeah. But then... The mom, the non carpool mom, Brittany's mom, said she had done the same thing. So then I'm thinking, oh, wait, was she driving the
1: carpool? Yeah, I don't even but remember. But she that. wasn't, but
0: yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. how the houses all look the same and um, mm-hmm. the, yeah, went to the wrong house. Yeah. The suburbs. The suburbs. They're so <laughs> dreary. <Right. laughs> and Abby well groomed and manicured, and looks perfect, unlike right, yeah. my nails. But <laughs> But yeah so I mean I I like that I I liked that at the end you know obviously that people did seem to be Able to be true to themselves, we think. However, and that the still- house
1: is open now.
0: Yes, and that they saved the house. Uh,
1: B plot in this movie is that they're trying to. Her mother is trying to save this abandoned house as like yeah. a historical landmark, yeah. and they ended up doing that at the end. Yeah. I don't know. We don't know what the house is now. It's a hotel yeah. or just a.
0: Yeah, or we something. don't really know. We do not know how much time passed
1: because right.
0: I still so I think a uh, quite a lot of time has passed. I think well, if you just think about how long it would take to do the restoration on mm-hmm. that hundred year old house, but um, but I mean I'm thinking that's three years later. So if they're in the eighth grade at the beginning, I think at that that little final scene, they're probably in the eleventh grade. Okay, is so that what you thought? Yeah. I and you know that. Jordan was calling the sis the older sister wasn't around anymore mm-hmm. wasn't you know so yeah. I know, that's what I thought yeah
1: it's up to our imaginations
0: right because we don't see anything and what, a person we didn't haven't even commented on who tied had a big moment in <laughs> the final scene yes. I don't even know who, like, what is his name? I can't remember his name. His,
1: oh, he was Jordan's friend. Yeah. They mentioned and his Right-hand name man. Im- he had
0: been his friend from childhood.
1: Right. And he was, like, his manage. he was, like. His, his gopher guy. Gopher guy, yeah. yeah. Um, who took over Jordan's spot as teen pop
0: star somehow. Yes. yes. It was very weird and totally unexplained. And, like, did, when Disney did this, did they envision having a sequel? I don't know. That it's going to that guy. The
1: main part was that the
0: girls were in that music video. Yes. Which yeah. makes sense for them to have their choreographed dance now. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Uh, that was... That was... Yeah. Overall, you know, I would obviously if you ask me to watch it again if you want me to watch it with you i would watch it because i will i watch things with you that i wouldn't just sit here and watch alone right but i that would not be my choice to watch again like there are some disney movies that uh, i will watch
1: i agree and we can get to those in the future yes we will Well, unfortunately,
0: we've come to the end of our first podcast episode. We have. And um, as podcasts go, first podcasts go, what do you think? What are your feelings? I think it went pretty well. And this is
1: a school assignment for those who don't know. But uh, we would be happy to
0: continue if this... If
1: this goes well, obviously this is something we do in our free time and we're just kind of recording our
0: thoughts. Exactly. Because as Ava said earlier, we do frequently watch d movies and we... Disney Channel Original Movie Movies. Yes. Original Movie Movies. That's right. We do. And we always discuss them.
1: We always discuss them. So I want to ask you... Do you have a final ranking? One out of ten for stuck in the suburbs. Ugh.
0: Two.
1: Yeah, I. I was gonna be generous and I say. I thought I'd be generous.
0: I was gonna say three. Okay, yeah, you can do three.
1: Three, two, but um, yeah. yeah, it was one. It was a weaker
0: of the bunch. Yeah. Um. But there's many more. Yes, and I I don't know about you, but I think I would have given it a, a higher rating if they had cut the montage yeah, so much out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. If you really, we had no need for any of them. But if you had, if they had done that very first one and let it be a quarter of the length that it was, mm-hmm. okay, that was a soft moment. Okay, I can see doing mm-hmm. that. But then to the black do, and
1: white but, one, yeah,
0: and to do it. When he's singing that song, the only great thing about them doing that m- montage while he's singing that song is that they didn't have the camera trained on his mouth mm-hmm. while he was showing the I montage. I hope
1: Savage Steve is listening to this. I do, too.
0: First name Savage. Savage. I hope he's
1: listening to this Savage and can take Dave. our um,
0: tips. Yes, me too.
1: So, thank you for listening to our first episode yes. of Decom Discussions with Ava and, and Bia. Yay. Yes.
0: Bye. Bye Bye-bye. See you again.